You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Cow Corner Podcast, with me, the Dolly Dropper, James Hurl, and the King of the Hoppers, Joss Elliott, for your latest dose of all things Alberbury Cricket Club and Shropshire Cricket League. How do, man? Welcome to Cow Corner. So how you doing, Hurley? Wintering well? I am good, my man. I'm good. Really well. Looking forward to the season ahead. How about yourself? Yeah, pretty good, thank you. Trying to keep myself fit. Um, playing a bit of indoor cricket. Trying to lose the weight I put on over Christmas. Um, getting excited about the coming season and nets. Yeah, definitely. Really good. I've been doing the same. Playing some indoor and, yeah, very much looking forward to nets. We're sat here inside Jossie's uh, studio. <laughs> Supping a couple of uh, Danish finest beers. <laughs> Looking forward to this first podcast. Absolutely. <clears throat> so this is the very first one. Um, and before we get really going, I'd just like to thank you, James, for setting this up and for all the work that you do on social media. It's uh, really appreciated. It's taken the club to another level. So thanks very much for that. Um, so in this first episode, we're going to be talking you through what each podcast is going to involve, what we're going to be doing through the year, what we're going to cover... I'm going to do a bit of a session on uh, an indoor season, mid-season review, I should say, sorry. Yeah, because we've got, we got three teams, really, and both having mixed fortunes this season. They are, yeah. So we've got two teams at, at, um, in the Ponsby League. The A team are going really well. They're, they're, well, I'll go into more detail later on, but they're... they're Flying, aren't they? Yeah. The B team struggling a bit, and we'll look into why that might be at the moment. Mm. And in Sundorn, um yeah, they're on the brink of promotion, pretty much. Or, yeah, sounds like a great episode planned. Yeah. Um, but first of all, I just want to welcome you all, uh, our first listeners. So, who are we? What is the show about? And what will we be covering throughout the year? And how can you, the listener, get involved? So, Joss, tell me a little about, about yourself and what you're looking forward to covering this season. Okay, so my name is Joss Elliott. For those that don't know me, I play for Albury Cricket Club at the moment. I have a bit of a reputation for 
tasting different clubs, shall we say. This is, however, I think my sixth season with Albury. I'm quite happy well. there at Doing the moment. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I generally play seconds, occasionally play thirds, and very, very occasionally, if there's a wedding on, I might play firsts. Um, this season, I'm my, my main ambition is to remain injury-free, which I haven't managed for four seasons now, because um, every time I drop a catch, I seem to break a <laughs> finger, which... <laughs> Happens every season. This happens every game. <laughs> Some people's goals. I want to average twenty. I want to get this many wickets. Joss, I don't want to break any more That's fingers. Right. <laughs> um, but in terms of covering, I just look forward to covering games really, and perhaps chatting to people about performances. See who's going well and who's struggling a bit. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. I'm really looking forward to kind of going into depth about the stats and what's going on with with the club itself and everything that's going on. Looking forward to seeing how the season pans out. And myself, I'm also looking to try and keep injury free. Not a season goes by that my uh, knee doesn't seem to uh, move out of its place. But uh... You do seem to manage reco- to recover remarkably quickly though, James. <laughs> I seem to remember at Condo where you were, I was about to call for an ambulance and then you got up and batted for another 10 overs. I think it was because I was on 20. I think that's the... Uh... <laughs> looking to push it on but no yeah this um really nicely goes on into what we'll be covering throughout the year so what you can expect from us at cow corner and there we go oh and he's dropped so each week we're going to be doing weekly roundups in the summer season doing week previews what's going on any midweeks what's going on with the weekend teams what's going on with the first 11, all that kind of thing. Then we're going to be doing some post-match analysis and live interviews with some of the players. So that's going to be uh, boozy and interesting. Quite entertaining, yeah. Yeah, looking forward to seeing what Charlie Bourne has to say every week. It's going to be... Uh, could be a segment itself, I, I think. The, the quote, it's a bowler's game, will, will uh, <laughs> feature quite highly, I should imagine. <laughs> We'll try and keep some laughs in there, which I know will be quite hard uh, when the uh, podcast features myself, but um, I'll try my best to find a a sense of humour in between. Um, We will also be looking to do some little fun segments, doing like our fantasy roundup, for example. Oh, we're resurrecting the fantasy cricket, are we? We are indeed. Um, Me and Hazza will be uh, meeting up soon to put together the... uh, the stats on that and the prices and getting that out, that'll be interesting. So if Hughes is not involved with the pricing this year, perhaps he won't be worth a trillion pounds like he was last time. <laughs> it's going to be certainly interesting. I'm very much he, looking forward to seeing... He couldn't hack with the pressure, could he? You just wilted. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing if the uh, number one price is going to be... Uh, is going to keep up with their standing this year. Because, yeah. yeah, like you said, Hughes did wilt a little bit. and well, um, played golf. <laughs> I'm looking forward to putting myself a little bit higher than the 1.5 million it cost me to have me last season. Still a ripoff. <laughs> also, throughout the season, we're going to look to um, get the view of the opposition. So, if you're an opposition club, we want to hear from you. We want to get you in. Have a shout bit of a- out to Pud. <laughs> have a bit of a talk about how your season's going on, what's going on with you, and also if you're coming up to play us what your thoughts are on the game and what we can expect and who are the main people to look out for. Also, we're going to look at what's going on in the leagues themselves. So have a look at what's going on in the league system and everything's going on because we also have a new league system this year, don't we, Joss? Yeah, and I believe the fixtures, or some of the fixtures, have just come out today, in fact. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. That'll be something that we'll bring up later on. 
But also, if you have any other points, feel free to message us or send us a message. And we very much look forward to. So if you have any other ideas or things that we could add or any other points, feel free to send us a message. And we look forward to seeing if we can get it as a new segment in our podcast. Also in 2019, we will be going on tour with the Cricket Club as we, <laughs> as we go on a very fun adventure to Yorkshire. We'll be playing a, a range of clubs in Leeds throughout the uh, May bank holidays. That's going to be fun, isn't it, Joss? Really looking forward to that early. Uh, really looking forward to seeing what kind of what kind of content we get coming out of that. Uh, can't guarantee I will be in the best of health. I can <laughs> guarantee I will be drunk. <laughs> so that's all going to be fun. Uh, but yeah, like I said, anything that you've got, send it in. <laughs> Fantastic. So now we move on to section two. And at this point, me and Joss have moved on to beer number two. Still as good as the first one, I'd say, Joss. Yeah, they're going down quite well for a school night. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing beats a nice cold Sunday night beer. Hmm. But yeah, anyway, on to uh, to something you're particularly um, excited and passionate about, Joss. Yeah, I was going to have a look at uh, how the indoor leagues have gone this season. Because I'm quite involved with them. I do the... um collate the results and league tables for both the Ponsby and the Sundorn League. Mm. And used to be quite involved in the WEM League, if uh, there's some yeah, news Yeah, unfortunately, that, that it's folded now. It's really struggled for the last few years. I, I used to play in it some years ago. It was a really good, strong league, really good standard, with about 10 teams in it. Mm. But it's got less and less teams. Last season, there were four teams, which was Alberbury, mm. um, Grasshoppers, Whitchurch and WEM. Uh, what happened? What happened? Well, we, to we, the we played each team twice, and we actually ended up second. Incredibly, well, I think I played one, one game. Yeah, where... That's why it's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I remember facing, uh, just turning up and facing Andy Harrison. It was like, "Welcome to the Wembley yeah. on a Sunday morning at yeah, seven o'clock nine. in the morning, and or think, whatever I think it was." That, that's part of the problem that people don't want to play cricket at half past nine on a Sunday morning. And the number of teams has dropped. There were four, as I say, last season. I think Wem dropped out to League Three. You, you can't run a, a league with three teams. It's ridiculous. Mm. So unfortunately, that's gone. But it does mean you've got your Sunday mornings back. Yeah, but it is a shame. I think the Wem the Wem Indoor League has been a staple of the Shropshire calendar, while well, the winter calendar for many a year. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. even before even before I went off to university, I knew about the Wem Indoor League. And um, but no, yeah, it's sad, but. Um, we still have um, that Alberbury take part in anyway the uh, Ponsbury League and the Sundorn League. Yes, indeed. So we've got two teams in the Ponsbury League mm. and one in the in the um, Sundorn League. Mm. So if, if I start with the A team in the Ponsbury League first, they they're mm. flying at the moment. They're third in the league, just seven points off the top with three games to go. I think the secret behind their success is that mm. they they have a very steady team. Yeah. Um, they're doing they're doing very well this season, aren't they? Uh, compared to um, the B team, who have also not been doing as well. They haven't. The, the, the unfortunate thing about the B team is you look at them on paper, and they're actually a very good side. So they, strong. I remember skipper doing, Charlie Ball. Yeah. Who, well, he'll he'll be the first to tell you he was a very good batsman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. To be honest, I remember doing. Um, Doing the Facebook, because um, basically, for those of you who don't know, I run the Facebook, Instagram and Twitter for Albury Cricket Club. 
And so each week before before the games, I'll do like a match preview and do like a little graphic for the team who are playing. And every week, sometimes the team that the B team put out is so strong. You'd It is a, a first 11, really. When, when you look at us, to say, Charlie Bourne's skipper, you've got Ed Neal, who's up from London, helping out. He's a very talented all-rounder. Mm. Mikey Crawshaw is a... Well, we know what Mikey is. He's a superb batsman. Uh, the remainder of the team is made up from... You know, Owen Roberts, Ben Davis, Ollie Corbett, Miles Thomas, they can all play cricket. All good players. And they've yeah. got James Lee as well. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor so, James Lee. But they, they are really struggling. I mean, Mikey, he scored 195 runs and averaged 97.5 so far this year. But he's very much been on his own, hasn't Absolutely. he? Absolutely. The second highest score is Ed Neal with 56. And then, and then Borney with 23. You can't really expect Mikey to do it all on his no, own, really, no, can you? Especially if you need a, a successful team. But mm. a bit a bit of a difference from last season, a bit of a change of fortunes from um, the once great and awards-winning bowler of Charlie Bourne. Charlie Bourne won the bowling award last year. Um, it was a surprise to us all, I think. It was a little, was a little think, surprise. Yeah. He's obviously been found out this year. Um, I think he's got one wicket, but no one in the team's got more than two. So more people to chip in, really, don't you? It's I think yeah. it's an overall issue. Whenever I've looked at the um, whenever I've looked at the stats and the post game scorecard, is there's a lot of extras being conceded yeah. by the bowling side. I mean that's general for indoor cricket anyway. But yes, I think it is worse for probably be. Um, mm. Not giving away Ed, those Ed Neal's not used to indoor cricket either. Mm. It's not digging him. It's just there's a slightly different knack to it. Mm. Um, like in the Sundorn, we had Dan Leach. Shout out to Dan Leach. A very good player in his own right. He could take apart a team. But I think indoors, are, it's, it takes you a few games. Well, more than a few games. It takes you half a season yeah. to truly understand it, I think. And, and the running and, and what have you, yeah. Something that Steve Jarrett, I will uh, happily say right here, right now, is uh, as as a master to the old yeah. drop and shuffle, the well, Stevie shuffle, as we yeah, named it absolutely. in Sundor. Well, if we go back to the Albury A team at Ponsby, mm. Steve plays for them. As I say, they've got a pretty consistent side. Any side with Mark Jones in it is going to be strong anyway. Mm. He's, I mean, he's scored 151 runs. He's fifth in the overall. He's just stats. a run machine, yeah. Mark. Lara, Lara, the way Lara's coming on is is so. Encouraging, yes, with, with bat, ball, agree. and fielding. Spe- you know, look at her stats; she's got seventy-three runs, and, and the. Actually, I'm on the wrong. <laughs> Sorry, that was the Sundown League I was on about. But yeah, <laughs> uh, Laura in the Ponsby League as well. She's um, she's just developing all the time, taking it to another level this year. Like Absolutely. it's 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 so good to see like our youth players. Like in the summer I, season as well, we had, yeah. we've got. We've got the Zazas. Well, Dom Zaza last season in the summer league, to, like from the season before to the, this last season, he's just come on leaps and bounds. Yeah. Lara every season coming Tom on. Tom Butler coming on. Oh, Tom oh, Butler towards the end of season, yeah. fantastic. And yeah. then and the Davises. The Davises. Wow, have we got they a couple of they got got a couple of good players well, we've got with to them. Keep all of them. Well, we can, but uh, hopefully, hopefully we will. But yeah, yeah so. Aubrey A, um, yeah, so, so how's their season there. so, going? Really, really well. They're, um, as I say, they're seven points off the lead. They had a really good win against Acton Reynolds, who I actually represent in this league a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Fantastic game of cricket. They won on the last ball. Um, 
Could have wanted a better game. Well, I could. could have won Acton it, but... Reynolds more like Alberbury, Alberbury rejects. Well, well really, they also isn't have it? Alex Hughes playing. For us, <laughs> but um, no, they produced. They were the best team on the day. It was a fantastic game of cricket to be involved in. To be honest. Yeah, it it looked like a great game. Yeah. They they had the regular six players. So you got Mark and Lara, Stuart Ayres, who's not the most attractive batsman in the world, but he he gets results. Mm. Um, you got Owen Aspinall, who unfortunately doesn't play. I think they might play for Oswestry on. The weekends. He's yeah, I haven't seen him play for a weekend. He's, he's a very, but... good, very good cricketer. Uh, Zem Zaza, who again, not perhaps the most technically correct batsman, but again, he just nurdles it and he gets runs. Mm. And Stevie Jarrett, who is he's a maestro of indoor cricket. He is. So he a... is. He is a god of indoor cricket. Yeah. He is. Uh, there should be a statue made of Steve Jarrett <laughs> and put outside. It yeah. is. If any, if any, if any youngster is looking how to play indoor cricket, Stevie Jarrett. And Mark Jones, you can't go far too yeah. wrong with those two. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Albury A, seven points off top. Yeah. Three games to go, I'm right. Three games to go. Where um, does that leave them in the league? Well, I think at the end of the season, if they if they finish where they are or above, they've done really, really well. Their mm. remaining games are against Beacon. That'll be tough. Mm. Calypso's, they blow hot and cold a bit. And Montgomery A, who are also very strong. Mm. So, they've got three tough fixtures there. Yeah. They've also got... A good, the the right side of the cup draw. The cup, the cup coming up quite soon. Yeah, if on I Thursday, remember. They're, yeah, they're Thursday. playing Calypso's at half past eight on Thursday. Mm. As I say, Calypso's blow hot and cold. If they can get past them, they're into the semi-final when they'll play the winners of Acton Reynolds and Montgomery B. So another easy walk over there into the final. So we'll see about that. <laughs> the B team, unfortunately, have got a, a rather tougher draw. They've got Beacon the week after at half past eight again, and if they get past them. They'll have Montgomery A or Condover. Mm. So going back onto the B team, how in comparison, where are they in the league? Where they, are we looking? They're bottom at the moment, unfortunately. They've got 12 mm. points. They've got a game in hand on Montgomery B, who are second from bottom, mm. and they've yet to play them as well. Mm. So I think that they certainly shouldn't end up bottom, especially not with the side they've got. Yeah. Um, what would you what would you say the um what would you say would be a successful end of season then for both of our sides because I think we both sit here and we both agree that probably be a, a they're underperforming I'd say but it doesn't help not having regulars in the in the side but yeah. I think you you would I mean, hope that they, they could they pick some wins up. this year because they're playing Football, I think, on Thursday night. Fo- so why would you play football on a Thursday night when you could play cricket? Ask the wins. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. I don't know about that. So, yeah, I think the successful season for Aubrey A is top three and perhaps cup final. Mm. And for Aubrey B, I think they can get as high as third from bottom if the if results go their way. Um, I can't see them getting very far in the cup with all due respect. No. But there we go. Uh, interesting. Interesting indeed. Uh, yeah, it's been... It's, it's it's interesting that we get two two sides who, if on paper, you compared them and you would probably say there would be the reverse. It'd be a close game. Yeah, it'd be a close, close game. game yeah. yeah, but yeah, as we said, Alberbury A hopefully keep on plugging on, and Alberbury B looking to hopefully avoid being the postman. Yeah. But the one thing I would say for Alberbury B is that. Their start of the season, they have played all the teams who are at the top of the table. It will They've be interesting. They played Grasshoppers, they played Action Reynolds, they played Old Rie. Mm, it yeah. will be interesting to see how their second half goes when they uh, play the lower teams in, well, the teams who are around them. Yeah. Anyway, 
enough about the Pontsbury League and uh, on to something that I actually know about. Football. <laughs> <laughs> no, not football. Um, surprisingly enough, um, I, the Sundorn team, who I am a part of. So just like Alberbury, eh? Um, Alberbury, uh, Sundorn have been doing very well, Josh. They, they have. They've had a fantastic season. Um, Sundorn, for those that don't know, Sundorn's divided into two divisions. They're in Division 2, but they sit one point behind Shelton with four games to play. And they're, they're yet to play Shelton again as well. I think the secret to their success is they, they've, they've used eight players, but of those, Dan Leach and Zem Zaza have only played once each. So the other six have been constant. So you've got, it's very mm. similar to Albury A at Ponsbury, really. You've got Mark Jones, Lara, Steve Jarrett, and then you've got James Bird, Paul Wilkes, and yourself, Hurley. Yeah, leave the best till last. I like that, Joss. But uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I won't. I um, personally, I think, yeah, like like we were saying with the Aubrey I think the Sundorn team have done well this season off building a base around Mark and Steve with the batting, kind of setting setting the stall out. Their stats are absolutely phenomenal. They are first and second in both divisions for runs scored. Mark's got one hundred and fifty. Steve's got one hundred and forty-five. And I think in every game apart from one, they've both retired, mm. which gives the middle order, yourself and Lara, whoever goes in, the freedom to do what they want. It doesn't matter if they get out, because yeah. you've got people coming back in. Yeah, I have to agree. Difference. I have to agree. It's so much, this season has been so good, as in like every time that me and Lara have gone into bat, we know it's kind of like, we can throw the bat at it, but if anything, if we come off, great, and we'll make a big total. But also if we don't, if I go in at three, I know that I've got Lara to come and Birdie and Wilco have been known to score runs. I know that'll come as a bit of a surprise to uh, summer summer cricketers, but they uh, <laughs> they have, they have indeed. Wilco and Birdie actually hitting the most amazing sixes of the season oh, yeah. straight over yeah. the top of their head. Absolute wonder hits. Um, but We're then also... Also, because like, I do quite a bit of umpiring, Paul Wilkes swings the ball more than anyone I, I've seen in the indoor. The amount of movement he gets is incredible. Wilco could swing a brick, I swear. <laughs> I swear. It, like. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist 
specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I don't know how he does it, but yeah, and then, even then, you know you've got Mark and Steve in the hutch going well, and even though a lot of attention goes towards Mark and Steve and their amazing statistics, I have to say that, like we said before, a lot of credit has to go to Lara for, again, what we've said is yeah. her all-round performances this season have been fantastic. And Leading the bowling award this. She's got seven the, wickets, yes. Yeah, so she's third in the, in the overall bowling stats. She's also scored 73 runs, which is, okay, mm. it's a long way behind Mark and Steve, but because of the nature of her innings, because of mm. what they've done ahead of her, she does exactly what she needs to do. Mm. Her fielding as well can't be overlooked. You know, she's got four run outs. Mm. She's she she is a class above, and, and you can tell. Technically, I think she's she's as good as anyone we got at the club. Yeah, very much a girl. Uh, well, a woman who is going, who's obviously going to go far in the game. Yeah, I think really, absolutely. and you can tell that she plays at the standard that she does because all that there's not there's not really a kind of thing that you would say is too. You know, there's not many holes in her game. But moving on, James Bird as well, another person who has made a big impact. When James, The one game that we've lost this season was the one game that James Bird did not play this was season. It? Yeah. And oh, yeah. it shows not many people get runs against James Bird. He gets it, a lot of bounce, because there's a bouncy mat anyway, and obviously he is, he's a tall lad. He is. He is one of the most him. intimidating bowlers. And I... He is one of the best bowlers in our league. I, I haven't faced anyone like him this season and I don't think I've seen possibly possibly Shelton's opening bowlers, the only one up there I'd say against ben him. Chambers. Ben Chambers yeah. indeed, yeah. yeah. I think he between him and Birdie, you're looking at though they're they're two bowlers that you don't want to face, really. But then luckily, like we've been saying, is then you've got Wilco at the other end, hooping it around. Swinging it around more than a seventies night party, <laughs> like it, yeah. and then you've got myself who just comes in and picks up a few wickets. Uh, a couple of LBW decisions you could have given me this year, Joss, from umpiring, but we won't go into them. You only get them. LBW decisions if you bowl at the stumps, really. <laughs> I'm just looking at your scores. Actually, you've got them in front of me here. Sunderland, you scored seven, naught, fourteen, five, and five. It was a good seven. I've been I've been quite unlucky I think this season as in I don't think I've been bowled every single one of the times I've been out except the naught I've been run out because uh, the yeah. seven I went for a big hoik well lose a bit of timber then <laughs> you're not running quick enough uh, yeah summer goals summer goals uh, I am actually <laughs> playing football now so hopefully it will shed but no yeah like I'm saying it does it frees it frees me myself up to play the shots and also. Funnily enough, it's the bowling which I've, you know, I've found most success. But the last two games, not as much. Hopefully, looking to, uh, hopefully, looking to get back on, back on the tally and uh, register some wickets because I was right up there. I'm now right. dwindling at the bottom. Right at the, yeah. Not a good run. Not a good run at all. But 
I think from what I've looked at, we've got a regular team, one point off top. Here's a crazy question for you here. It could be a bit controversial. Mm. Do Aubrey want to go up? So someone, mm. someone in that in that division, Life. I can't remember who it was now, said they're perennial second places. And they think it's deliberate. Uh, well, I think, I think, I think if you ask if you if you ask a lot of the players, it would be a great achievement, and we'd be very happy to go up. And I think, to be honest, if we went up this season, I think we deserve it because we played Shelton, who were top of the league, who were one point ahead of us. And we beat them yeah. very well. And they were and, division one last year. And we beat the only team we lost to was Condover. And by all by all accounts, that was a game when one birdie wasn't there. But two, everyone, everyone that day had an off day and it was just it was just that the only day. game that both Mark and Steve haven't retired. Mm. I think I remember doing our match preview and saying something like we average like two point six retirements a game or something which is outstanding and yeah. you know there's for me I think I think it would be good to test ourselves and it would be more about keeping the side together and if we could move up and I think it would make our levels go up I think you know it's been should, good this season you should it's always been good. to play at the highest standard possible right? yeah and in terms of perhaps worrying that you're out of your depth I don't think you would be at all I mean I, I play for Grasshoppers B in this particular league mm. we got promoted two seasons ago and we're sitting second at the moment, so you know we're not out of our grasshoppers. They are by far the strongest team in that division. They'll they've won it for the last ten years, I think. Mm. But we're second. Beacon, who got promoted last year, a third. Mm. So it's, it's not that big a step up. Mm. Yeah, it's um, it's it's going to be interesting to see. But I think we return we return after the long break against Kund B, which I think you know Kund Kund are a strong strong side overall but I think if you're looking at games to come back to I think that would be the best one as in we've got after that we've got Condover, Shelton, Kai Glass now Shelton are top Condover the only team we've lost to and Kai Glass were the only team that we looked a bit shaky against as well yeah so you've got a tough one in so out of the four it's good to come back from the break I think against Kunbi. I think hopefully get ourselves a win under that and see where the season takes us Hopefully, as well, I think we've got cup competition coming up as well, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, there's um, they do the cup competition after the league's finished, actually. Um, I think you've got a pretty tough draw. Mm. Um, the quarterfinals, you've got the winners of Kun B and Frankton. Mm. It should be Frankton on form. They're a decent team. They've got Stuart Lammy, who's a very, very fast bowler. Uh, and digs it in short as well. Mm. Um so I think the struggle ends then, but you never know. It depends what happens on the day. So, you know, good luck with that. It, it will be a good litmus test for what, for possible Aubrey. division one, if yeah, you go up. yeah, yeah. And yeah. to be honest, I think any team with Mark, Steve, Lara, and James Bird is, you know, a strong team for Division One. It's whether yeah. I think, well, for my p- position, I think that batting and bowling wise, I'm, you know, I build it up. I think fielding wise, it's still some game. I'm off and on, you know, and I think bringing my levels up of fielding will be a big goal for our team doing well in Division 1 because I think you need a whole six players who are overall good at everything, really. Uh, but no, yeah, and 
it'd be interesting to see if Wilco gets more wickets if we went up to Div One because a lot of the balls that he's bowled this season he has he hasn't picked up that many wickets, but. I think it's more to do with the fact that his bowling is too good for the opposition. Yeah, yeah they're not good enough to get an edge on it, yeah. Yeah. Quite agree. But no, yeah. Then finish the game with Kai Glass, and by that point, we're looking forward to Nets. So, as you can see, if you are a member of the club, Nets are up on the uh, Facebook page. So, if you go to our Facebook, we have got the dates down. Um, I would have a look, but we're currently recording on the device that I would normally use to look. Uh, but the net dates are up. We are at the Shrewsbury School. I think it's March through to well, we're March through to April. Um, they are booked out, so do let us know about that. Um, yeah, and we've also got a few new recruits, uh, which are, we're looking forward to seeing. We've got um, James Dakin, who's coming from Market Drayton. It'll be interesting to see how he does in the club. And also two lads from Welshpool in the Preston Brothers. Uh, be also interesting to see how they get along this season. So, anyway, uh, moving on to our breaking news. So, um, as many of you may have seen or may have not seen, it depends whether you're on the various WhatsApp groups, which I get no end of grief about every time I see people. People just don't understand that. It's a full-time job reading your WhatsApp groups. (laughs) Well, if you all spent one day in my football team's WhatsApp group, you'd thank me for how little I actually post. (laughs) The amount... I literally put my phone down one night and I and I put my picked up my phone I had 88 notifications from my football team. So I think one or two is not too bad but yeah. So for those of you who don't know I I we I've set up a WhatsApp group one for the captains. There is one that James Harrop uh, set up which is all gear no idea which is a bit more fun chat between all the players and there's also one for tour so it all floats around there. But anyway, um Mikey Corshaw was the person, wasn't he? Who alerted everyone to it? Was it, it was not? indeed. He obviously uh, trawls the internet looking for the fixtures, and he, he was first to find them. Itchy, mm. itchy to find out yeah. who he's going to be playing this season and what days to make sure that he is playing. Um, also, sadly, the second team fixtures haven't come out yet, so Nick Williams can't decide which days he's going to weddings on. Uh, June the eighth will be quite a popular date for people to be off, I think, because the first have got New Town away. Ooh, that'd be interesting. And uh, we'll also find out when... Oh, Ellesmere as well, aren't we? That'll be a, that'll be an interesting one whenever we play there. That'll yeah, be quite they'll be promoted, um... didn't they? But no, yeah. So anyway, as the, uh, as the fixtures have shown, we don't know for sure whether they are, but the fact that they've been written out in full and it says that they're the Division 1 fixtures... And they're out there for the world to see. And it is on the league's website. Considering everything that went wrong with the um, the restructure. league's restructuring yeah. of the league tables, which is a, another story for another day, which we'll probably get into on our uh, season preview, I think, Joss. Um, yeah, I don't think they'd make the same mistake twice. But um, just for now... It's all maybes and possibilities. 
Alberbury starting at home to Bridge North Toods. Ooh, that'll be a tough one to start with. Well, they'll all be tough, I think, because of the uh, restructure. But Bridge North could could um, may not be used to the conditions they'll get at Alberbury. It will be a bit of a kind of could uh, be a leveller. Yeah, definitely a bit of a shock to the system yeah. for Bridge North coming from the Birmingham League. Used to lovely flat tracks. Coming to Alberbury um, could be interesting, On but a I damp think April day. Completely, and I think it'll be a bit of a litmus test as well for how the season may go along because we still don't know how um, how all the uh, Birmingham League teams are going to do. No, that's very true. Um, I think the general consensus of opinion is that Shifnal seconds are going to be favourites for that league, mm. but we'll see. Um, one thing I do know is that our first are going to be playing on some cracking grounds. Yes, yeah, Shifnal. There's, there's really no excuse for Borney not to get runs this year, I think. Absolute roads, I think, on are roads the term. every yeah, other week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, him and Mikey, and they have a hard well, job. Mikey don't and they? Mark do score runs anyway. <laughs> when was the last time Borney scored runs? To be fair, to be fair, no. Not? To be fair, two seasons ago he had a very good season. <laughs> Got fifties in his first five knocks, I think, in 2017. Yeah, and I think I think I speak for all of us when we all hope that Borney does come to fruition this season and does carry on the good form that we've seen in previous years because. We have lost a couple of players, but again, like I said, we will go into that on our pre-season preview. But very much looking forward to um, Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury away and Shifnal away and all these really nice grounds. And I think everyone will be making sure that we're available and maybe even Andy Holloway will turn up on time. Who knows? Um, anyway, our second piece of breaking news and one that I think is a bit more exciting, Joss. Um so, you would be amazed, and I don't think that we will ever get to say this ever again, but the Cricket World Cup, yes, the actual Cricket World Cup, is coming to Alberbury Cricket Club. No way. Yep. The How cricket, that happen? Uh, I don't know. I literally don't know. Um, all I can imagine is Preston has been sending numerous emails and... They've just given in. What a lad! What a lad! <laughs> but no, I think uh, I think I think it's more to the fact that we are a uh, a special club and we are a unique club at that. Um, as in, we are one of very few teams whose um, allegiances are a bit kind of uh, hazy. Are we English? Are we Welsh? <laughs> I don't. I don't really know. Speak to uh, speak to the Morris contingent yeah, of the Alberbury Cricket yeah. Club, and um, I'm sure they have their own opinion. But speak to uh, speak to some of the townies like me and Harrop, and Alberbury is very much in English territory. But the ground itself, obviously in Wales, the uh, famous the famous story of whenever any club obviously comes to Alberbury is hit it over there, and you've hit it into England or Wales or things. It's no one I don't really think truly knows, except I think it Which, may be the yeah. Brook. But um, I think that may be one of the reasons why they're coming down. Um, oh, that's good. So, so is that going to be publicised, is it? We're going to get yes. involved? So at the moment we've got, uh, I've put a little teaser out and uh, the dates are yet to be confirmed. Uh, it's all up in the air, but Preston and Richard Jones are working very hard along with uh, Ian Corshaw and the rest of the uh, Auburbury backroom staff and team uh, looking to try and 
try and get Ford School in and a Welsh Primary School in as well uh, to come on down and a uh, bit of a press opportunity and a few photos and also kind of get the community involved. So if you aren't, if you aren't a uh, Alberbury cricket member and you are listening to this, or even if you are a cricket fan and you are somehow listening to this, well, welcome, first of all. But uh, And you fancy coming down, having a day with the trophy, if the day's nice and the date works out for us. So maybe if we're on a Sunday morning or even on a Friday evening or something, maybe there'll be something going down at the club. We don't know. But all we know for now is that the Cricket World Cup is coming to Alberbury. Fantastic. Cricket's coming home. It is coming home. This is the point where we go into for no cricket's coming home it's got no i will be there as always uh filming and taking some photos so again if you have any questions feel free to ask us so we've come to the end of our very first podcast uh well done joss well done, Hurley. Good to talk to you, actually. Yeah, it's, it's, actually, it's, it's actually been quite fun. I think, uh, I'm not going to say the beer's helped, but um, it did make the uh, process a lot more enjoyable. We're not, slow, we're not slowing quite we're, yet. No, no, no. But um, yeah, like I said throughout the earlier, if you have any input, you want us to bring anything up or you want us to talk about anything. Or you want to come on and have a chat with us. Please let us know. Get in touch. Um tonight we've obviously been through everything with indoor and we hope that both indoor teams do well yeah, and good luck to Albury A on Thursday when they take on Calypso's in the cup yeah and Sundorn their next game is on Tuesday against Condover B that's going to be interesting I look forward to seeing all the team then couldn't, couldn't be couldn't be, sorry, what did I say? You said condo. Condo. It was on Monday, uh, you didn't get a lot right. Look actually. at me, I've had two beers <laughs> and I can't even get the difference between Condover and Kund, right? Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, so that'll be good. Um, but yeah, like we said, good. And we're going to have, next episode, we'll do a roundup of the indoor season, finishing up, so we'll be able to tell you how the season ended up panning out. And then after that, the big one, the one you're all excited for, we can't wait. Hopefully, we'll be getting a few guests in. Hopefully, we'll ply them with beers so that they... Uh, we'll have to have it somewhere else then. <laughs> ply them with beers so that they kind of open up. But it is going to be the big match. The big match? Not match. Pre-season. The pre-season preview. Everything that's going on, our season hopes. What does Jimmy Harrop think about captaining another season? How does he feel about captaining with Oliver Corbett? Nick Williams. How many seasons does he have left in him? James Lee. How did he get there? <laughs> <laughs> what will the third team, what will happen for the third team? It's going to be the big pre-season preview. Make sure you don't miss out on that, on that one. And as we said, make sure that you like it, subscribe, comment, and give us a share. This has been the Cow Corner Podcast. Thank you very much, Joss. Cheers, Holly. See, See you, you next time. time. Bye. Bye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.